Hi, we're the ladies of LifeSite, and we're so glad you're here. We're ladies simply navigating the challenges and triumphs of this modern culture as moms, wives, sisters, and daughters. Join us each week as we discuss the raw questions and situations that we face every day from our unique perspectives. So grab your cup of coffee, tea, or beverage of choice, and let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of the Ladies of Life Site. We're so glad you're with us. Rebire and I are on our own today, and we're just going to be talking about life because this has been one of those weeks. Maybe some of you can relate. Maybe some of you can empathize with us, but it's been like a long week, but a short week, but also normal, fine, but challenging, you know, that, that kind of week. But Reba, how are you? Really and truly, how are you? Oh boy. Um I'm good. I think I I don't know. I feel like a weight lifted this week just getting into the OB and all of that that we've that we've dealt with and finally getting an ultrasound and getting to see our little one. I don't think I've shared on our podcast. So we had some had some bleeding that the nurse just kind of chalked up to a subchronic hematoma or hemorrhage around 10 weeks. And I'm now at 14 weeks and nobody would see us before I was 12 weeks. And so it's just been kind of this whole like wait and see. So it was nice to be able to get in and and meet with an OB that was just willing to listen to us and kind of hear my history. And she was just so kind and wonderful and also she was she's one of those doctors that we she listened to the doppler so we got to listen to the the heartbeat in her office and she just lit up like her face lit up with complete and utter true joy listening to a heartbeat so that was really fun and special that's so beautiful yeah so and we had a really amazing ultrasound technician who was talking about just how unique each baby is. And so we mentioned that, you know, we're massively pro-life and and she was like, oh, I'm so glad to hear that. And she's like, I am too. And you know why? Because this is my job. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand how you could look at, you know, ultrasound pictures and videos all the time and, and think of anything else other than these sweet, sweet babies or babies. So it was just a fun experience. It was really nice to encounter people that, are kind of on the same wavelength. So all of that kind of brought a lot of peace back into our lives. <laughs> and so we're we're kind of excited again and not as worried. So I'm good. I'm finally, I think, if you had asked me last week or the week before, I would have told you that I was completely and utterly stressed and just not sure what was going on and was dealing with like quasi bed rest with two toddlers. And I just didn't know what to do with myself. So that's all kind of been lifted. So yeah, truly, really, I think we're in a good place now. So, I don't know. What about you? Where are you at these days, Claire? I'm actually, I'm doing very well. <laughs> yeah, I there's, life is just kind of flowing. There's not really much going on, which I kind of love. I'm just getting ready for summer, which is always exciting, and just making plans to go to the beach this weekend, which will hopefully happen. But yeah, it's been it's been really, really nice to have a good week. (laughs) Yeah. There's a little bit of things challenging with work, but you know, that's, that happens and that's okay. I feel like we've had a little bit of an odd week. I'm sure, I hope that we'll get to 
to kind of re-record this, but for all of our listeners, we actually started recording yesterday with Lisa, and we had a really great podcast all lined up for this this coming Monday, and uh, we were about, what, midway through, <laughs> Lisa's answering a question, and lo and behold, suddenly she hops off because her neighbor's house was on fire, so we had to, like, end this recording so so quickly, <laughs> but I did want to kind of share, because I thought this was... This was really amazing to read about because I was just, I just didn't even, I wouldn't have thought of that, the, that this would happen. But she said to us kind of after everything had calmed down that the entire neighborhood was dropping off clothes and shoes and diapers. They were dropping off gift cards and cash, toiletries, all sorts of things just while everyone was standing out there watching this house burn. So there's like this utter feeling of like, hopelessness and helplessness watching this happen and yet people were still providing like tangible goods which it kind of leads into a little bit of what we wanted to touch on today right Claire you know Lisa is about to have a baby and kind of all the things that she's going through right now and other people on staff just kind of you know going through different things I was just thinking about like how can we support each other and how best to support your friends and your family who are far away. I think it's a little bit easier sometimes to support somebody near you because you can bring them a meal or you can babysit their children. But I think supporting somebody from far away can sometimes be difficult. And I'd love ideas. I'd love, because I mean, so many, because I move around a lot. This is, I've lived in five, six different states now and I have friends all over the place and I would love to be able to be there for them from Florida. <laughs> So I love ideas, but I, we also asked some of our colleagues to see what ideas they might have. And I was just thinking one of the great things that we can do for another person is just like the small things. You know what I mean? That you can't really do when somebody is so far away. Yeah. But I do think that as much as I like hate technology and I don't love Amazon, I'm thankful for kind of what they have provided in terms of being able to tangibly give something to somebody, even though they are far away, you know, like even with like DoorDash or whatever, you can order a meal and have it dropped off to them. Oh, that's so true. Even if you can't <laughs> drive over a nice casserole, you could at least get them tacos or something, you know. So I'm I'm thankful for the technology in those instances. But I, I agree. I kind of miss, you know, with friends and colleagues and coworkers kind of all over having the opportunity to say, I'll show up and give you a hug and meet you where you are and all of those moments and not getting to do that. So one thing that I love that you recently did, you and Maddie recently did was um, host a, a virtual baby sprinkle for Lisa. And you guys are so awesome. You even sent her decorations for it. I thought that was the best idea. Yeah, it was fun. That was a fun, fun event. Yeah, and we all got together online. Yeah, we were we were trying to send her even like waffles that morning and it just didn't work out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but That's wouldn't, awesome. wouldn't have been a, so fun. It just didn't work out. But I was like, it would have been so fun. <laughs> I think it was a fun event. We got to chat and we did like the baby picture, guess who each person was, which was really fun because you don't get to see a lot of those types of pictures with your coworkers. But that was 
yeah, it was a fun event. So I also think I'll brag on you, Claire, because some the other day, a couple weeks ago, I had that I had strong pregnancy cravings for Chipotle, and you just sent over a gift card and told me I had no excuse. <laughs> no, you did not have an excuse. Listen, when a pregnant mama has a craving, you help them out the best you can. Exactly. So, yeah, no, but I didn't have an excuse and I did I, I did end up using it. Week, so <laughs> I appreciated it. <laughs> but that was, you know, it's one of those things that it was just a nice like I felt supported and taken care of. And, you know, I wouldn't probably have gone and spent money on myself in that in that moment. So I'm going to read this, though, because this is a little bit of a difference. Vicky who is on the marketing team with me, she shared this when we were asking kind of about what's something that someone's done recently that's kind of stuck with you. And she said, like, in the middle of all of the COVID stuff was happening, they went to a coffee shop and that a young man hopped up from his table to hold open the door for her. And she said, it's amazing that a random act of kindness, you know, how it's appreciated all the time. But where everyone was kind of frantically keeping their distance, the fact that chivalry had just been completely lost and people just weren't doing those things. She said she had been, you know, trying to load heavy bags or pushing strollers through awkward doors and that men who would have probably previously held open the door or helped her just didn't because of social distancing. So she said that this young man holding open the door was just enough to bring almost bring her to tears. And so I was like, that's that's amazing that some small act like that these days can be something that sticks with you enough to to do that. So my encouragement I guess would be don't let any of what's happening stop you from continuing your kindness and and doing things like that and teaching your kiddos manners. As Vicky says here, those boys are raised by good mamas. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, which is hard because I do feel like, you know, sometimes you're even, you know, with me and my three-year-old, I'm trying to raise him to be a young gentleman and I I never want him to be looked at funny or, or condemned for holding open the door for someone or something like that. And I've, I've always been cautious about even that now. And I hate that that's my, my, you know, I have that check in my my mind where I'm like, oh, should I let him do that? That person, you know, might they look they just use hand sanitizer and they've got a mask on. And so maybe they're being a little bit more cautious than I am. And I don't want to overstep our boundaries. But I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Holding up in the door is just a kind thing to do. So I don't know. <laughs> That's sad, but also so real. Yes. But that one, I don't know, it just hit me because I was like, yeah, that's a, that's exactly exactly it. Like these things, these moments where people are doing something kind, even in the midst of, of kind of what's going on in our world and our society, that needs to continue. So, And that does make you feel supported, even by strangers. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to read this one from Megan? I love this one. Megan shared that when she was in the hospital after Daniel, her son, had an accident, she said that we 
that everybody at LifeSite actually sent funds to order dinner so they didn't need to eat hospital food every night. And then there were others that were sending stuff from Amazon and just like different snacks and goodies and things like that. And then when her son Malcolm was in the hospital, we actually, Claire and I got together and schemed a little care package for Megan because she was just sounding so run down and just needing a little bit of something for herself. So we put together, what do we have? We had like a mug and tea and just some other things just to bring some peace and joy in her life. But she said that both times, even though it was so hard to keep up with every single person and make sure they were up to date on what was happening, that it was really nice to have people just ask about how you were doing, because at least then you know that they're thinking about you. So I I really appreciate hearing that too, because sometimes when people are in the midst of crisis or, or dealing with something, you're like, oh, I'll leave them alone. Don't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's not what they need. So I don't know. I thought that was... I appreciated that reminder, I guess. Bringing somebody food. This is this has been mentioned a couple of times here on our chat that if nothing else, if you can bring them like some food, like you don't even have to talk to them. I think that's like one of the things that I love um, reading about when I'm, you know, like advice on how to how to be there for somebody. But like when they say this friend just brought me food. They didn't even talk to me. They just left it on the doorstop and then they went away because I wasn't feeling up to talking with anybody, but they still thought of me. And I just love that. I like what Carolyn said, where she said, I don't think that people realize how much of a weight it can take off of a person to not just have, just, just not have to cook, to not have to think about food. Because you still have to feed your family. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, and I, especially for... For mamas and and just women in general, like that typically falls to women, especially in our in our circles, because <laughs> we like our gender roles. It falls to women <laughs> to to build out those meals, and so having that provided has been is wonderful. That's actually what my mom did for me when when we had that bleeding and we weren't sure what was going on, and I was like on bed rest. She actually dropped off. I don't know how many. I still haven't actually been into the basement. <laughs> to look in our freezer but there's a lot of she just dropped off a bunch of freezer meals and crockpot meals you have such a good mom i'm i'm grateful that she's she's amazing one more thing that i thought of that vicky mentioned here that somebody um brought her a bouquet of flowers and i think i um sometimes work for a florist like just like uh, everyone's in a great while deliver flowers and the smile that it brings people is just so heartwarming. My sisters have both worked for florists, and I think you said your dad also. And it just, there's something so wonderful about somebody receiving flowers. So never underestimate the power of flowers. There's just, they just bring so much beauty to your world. I agree. That's what we should do this weekend. We should get some flowers for ourselves. That's true. I like that. I will say, like when I was younger and even like freshly married, I was like, oh, don't waste your money on flowers. And now I'm like, if you bought me a bouquet of flowers, I think I would just, I don't know, I'd probably cry. I don't even know. <laughs> but like, so my husband and, and three-year-old for Mother's Day, they went and got me coffee and two roses. And I was like, I mean, come on. I know. You cannot get any better than that. <laughs> oh, they got you cookies too, right? I did get cookies. My three-year-old actually came walking in with 
bunch of cookies from the store and he was like, mom, we, we thought of you and I saw these and I had to get them. So I think it was all a ruse in order to eat cookies for breakfast. With Lisa, hopefully she won't listen to this next week, but with Lisa's baby coming, what are you thinking that we should do? Oh my. I'm kind of a fan, honestly. And this might be because I don't know any better because I have no children, but I'm such a fan of like giving something to the mom. Mm hmm. And not to the child. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I like to tailor my presents to the mom and not, because I just feel like the baby's going to get whatever. And, yeah. <laughs> well, and so often, like, especially in that fourth trimester, like postpartum, moms kind of forget about themselves. Like, I'm worried about making sure that my baby's getting enough food and sleep and and even the rest of my kids. Like, if you have other children, like, you're worried about those things. And so you do kind of, you absolutely do forget to, to think about yourself and what you need. At least I know I do. I don't know if that's a personality thing <laughs> or what, but I'm terrible about it. So my husband actually has to remind me to eat and drink and like take take care of myself. Hey, take go take a shower. So yeah, I think that tailoring gifts to the mama is is super important. I like that a lot. So I know that that's actually that is what we got we got Lisa from the Ladies of Life Site podcast crew. We got her uh, a special robe that she was really wanting, and so. Hopefully that helps her feel loved. And so I think things like meals and just buying things like that is is important too. And something special like a treat. So what would you want a few months from now? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Don't say that. It's farther away than that, isn't it? <laughs> um, the baby, baby will come out soon. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. That was mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> It'll be like October, so it's fine. That's going to come up really soon. No, no, it's still a few months away. (laughs) Stop, Claire. That's so mean. Let's see. What what would I want in a few months? You know, actually, I do remember Maddie and Steven shortly after I had my little girl. It's my one and a half year old. They actually sent me some like bath bombs, like just really I don't know. They were delicious. They were natural, like good smelling bath bombs and hot chocolate. And those two things, I don't know, that just made me know that they were thinking about me and praying for me. And then it was also like just for me. And so I got to, you know, once I was all all healed up and all of that, I got to take a good bath and relax a little bit and drink some hot chocolate. So I love that. Something like that, like that kind of gift is, that was really special. We have a colleague whose favorite gift to give and to receive is a mass card. Like they love having a mass set for them and with their intentions and also for like, they love giving that as a gift, which I try to think about too. Like I love that idea too. Yeah. I love that. Or like that's a spiritual so bo- bouquet. Yes. And I think that that's, I mean, those are special too. I think all of that com- kind of combined would be... We would be one really special gift for really anybody going through, you know, any type of recovery, either from birth or even from, you know, grief or dealing with chaos. I know that we've got a lady on our on our staff. I I don't want to call her out. So but she's she had a little one that broke her leg and then their house flooded because of, well, was it water furnace? 
I don't know. They had like all of this stuff all happen within a week and a half. Insane. Yeah. And so we were just, I know that a lot of us were just kind of messaging back and forth. Like, how do we take care of them when we're not at all anywhere near them? So even moments like that, something that would allow them to, you know, step away and take care of themselves is is important too. One thing that I thought of too is when I was in college, I received a card from a woman that I knew from my youth group when I was in high school. And I still, I actually still have that card because it meant so much to me. And it just, it said something about be open to miracles. And she just wrote like this super encouraging letter in it. So I just, a handwritten note is one of the best things you can give a friend. I think. I agree. I agree. That's actually Lisa sent over some like ginger chews to help with nausea. And she included a card in there. And I wasn't expecting that. And it was just it had some really sweet words in it. And it it meant a lot. So I was really appreciative of that. So I agree. Yeah. Handwritten letters or notes mean a lot more than you might think. Or a really funny card. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) True. Yeah. And I think like a funny text too. just be like, hey, How's it going? Here's a really funny video. Yeah. Yeah. Or something funny that happened in your life. What are some things that you do kind of for yourself, though, to kind of make it so that you have enough in your bucket or your cup? I know we've kind of talked about this before, that obviously God's grace can pour through you, even though you're an empty cup. But what are what are some things that you do, Claire, to kind of like take care of yourself and kind of find that peace and joy even in, amongst all of the craziness. I kid you not, I take a nap. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I know you and I joke about that a lot, but I real I do. I take a nap because I just feel like that just clears my head. You also, I do feel like you spend a lot of good time like out on your patio with a good drink. I do. Even if it's just water. I mean, sometimes I live in Florida, so it's like a nice cold glass of water with lots of lots of ice. I like that. That's good. I do take naps when I can, but that's not always possible. So when that's not possible, I usually try and find just a quiet space to kind of sit and think or kind of ruminate on what's going on, pray, take it before the Lord. But I also, I'll even choose to like pack the kids up in the car and go for a drive and just go get something I don't know, something yummy to drink or a little snack or something. And then they're usually quiet in the car and I get to drive around a little bit. And my three-year-old then tells me about all the creatures he sees. And my one-year-old laughs and giggles and everything that's going by. And so it's just kind of nice noises and everybody's contained. (laughs) So I find that refreshing. Either that or I call my mom. I enjoy that as a kind of refresh because she always brings like some sort of grounding statement or kind of brings me back to reality if I'm worked up about something. So does she tell you to just get over it? Sometimes. Depends on how I'm <laughs> acting. <laughs> she does though. She's pretty straight up about about everything. So which which I need. Like that's just who I mean, obviously God knew who I needed. So I hang out with my sisters. I have a lot of sisters. I hang out with them. How many sisters do you have? Four. I have four sisters. I love that I don't know. I think that's awesome. You gotta give your little one some sisters. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that this this baby baby's a boy, so she'll be sandwiched between two boys. Then we'll see what happens next after that. 
Because it's just solely up to you, you know? Yeah, clearly. <laughs> I mean, obviously. I will say my heart is a lot more open to it after finding this really great o- OB. Because <laughs> now, as long as she doesn't. I am so thrilled for you. Thank you. That must make such a world of difference. It really does. I don't know. I have such a piece about about where we're going and what's to come. So, which is a little bit different than how I felt with my daughter. So that's one way to take care of yourself. Find a really good doctor. Yeah, (laughs) Seriously. Yes. That is a good way to take care of yourself. Find somebody that's like-minded and who supports you and in your decisions. And, but she also had a plan. So I don't know. She, she was really good balance between taking ownership and leadership like she should as a doctor, but also not trampling on, you know, my thoughts. So I don't know. She's perfect mix. I'm excited. (laughs) I actually would love more ideas and I'd love to maybe compile a list and talk about it in a future podcast. I'd love to make sure that people feel like they have enough information to kind of, depending on whatever situation somebody is going through, whether it's, you know, grieving the loss of somebody they love or birth or even just a stressful time or having a pregnancy craving yeah you know like that needs to be supported (laughs) yeah it does it does I agree (laughs) or even just you want a cup of coffee how do you make that happen so we're still working on a coffee delivery system yeah that needs to happen I'm I'm wondering if it does happen in like larger cities it'd be gross by the time it gets to you yeah how do you do drones Maybe one day there'll be drones to do it. Drones, yeah. We gotta use technology for the good. I'm sure they would have to have like cameras on them to make sure that the coffee doesn't spill. Oh, never mind. Let's yeah, I'm not sure about that. Just make your own coffee. <laughs> be self-sufficient. That's what we're advocating for in this on this Ladies of Lifesight <laughs> podcast episode. And be gracious in accepting gifts and help. Yes, I'm learning to be better about that. I have some friends that have come into my life in the last couple of years that are like big gifts people. And Oh, and you're not, are you? I'm not. No, I'm not. No, you're words of affirmation. Yes. Yeah. Words of affirmation and quality time. Those are my jam. How do you fulfill quality time when your friends are far away? I actually get a lot of fulfillment from like text messages and things like that because, you know, it kind of fills the the words of affirmation. And I'm a read, write, learner, too. And so I kind of get all of the things fulfilled <laughs> in like a good text stream, like all at once. If I feel like they're paying attention and they text back quickly, then I'm like, oh, I feel very fulfilled and I don't know, loved. So what about you? What are your your words of affirmation or are you quality time? You know what's funny? I'm everything but words of affirmation. Really? <laughs> yeah. What I've learned with words of affirmation is that you can't just say, oh, good job or whatever. It's like, no, being really intentional and being really, sp- I guess with every love language should be very intentional. And But yeah, I just had to learn how to do words of affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think you've gotten very good at it, so. Oh, thanks. Learning how to receive words of affirmation, though, is hard. Even though that is my love language, I don't necessarily love to receive them. So I get that because it's kind of, it just kind of feels funny. But what do you, what do you think is your like top? Like, what do you, what do you feel the most fulfilled by? Quality time. So how do you feel fulfilled with long distance friendships? Like text messages, like you said. I do like to travel. I mean, the last year and a half has definitely been hard, but since I live near family, I've been busy with them. So that has fulfilled that in normal times, I would travel and see my friends. 
despite the oddities and the different kind of bounced around a little bit with our topics here, but hopefully you guys got some ideas, also felt a little bit less alone. But seriously, if you have any thoughts or ideas on how to take care of people, whether they're close or far away, send them to us. We want, we really do want to compile like a blog or just do another episode on this topic and kind of share your thoughts. So email us at ladies at lifesitenews.com and we would love to hear, hear from you guys. Also in that email, if you want to type in kind of your love language and how you feel fulfilled with that, especially in long distance kind of friendships and dealing with that. We'd love to hear that as well, I think. So, but that kind of reaches the end of our, of our impromptu episode and the fact that Claire and I were left, left alone. They may never let us do this again. I was going to say, you probably should not leave us alone again. Probably not. That's okay, though. I think we did a great job. I think so, too. I think that we have been here to support other people also. And if there's anything that you want our support on, email us. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, please. And with that, we'll say hit the subscribe button below if you haven't yet. Make sure you're getting our emails so you know when our next episode will be and when it comes out. Email us at ladiesoflifesitenews.com and we'd love to hear from you. Have a really good week. God bless you guys. God bless you.